0: Welcome to the People Sports Podcast. Her name is Charlotte Wilder. She is laughing. She is already having a good time. Look at you, Charlotte. What's going on?
1: I'm just so happy to be here, Mark. No, I'm laughing because I think this is the fourth time we tried to start yeah. the podcast, which is so funny because a few times ago you were like, how do you start a podcast? And we were like, it's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, we, we are the People Sports Podcast, and if there's one thing that people are identifying with, in these times that we find ourselves in, it's trying to get Zoom to work correctly and trying to get the tech not right? So that's what we got going on today. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we're good. We got it off the ground. Do you have an opening monologue? Do you have opening thoughts you want to share? It's okay if you don't. Um, Just sometimes people, you know, and it's it's standard in the podcasting world to kind of like ease into the main topic and you got to like kind of, you know, be like, oh yeah, yesterday I was at the grocery and you tell some anecdotes, like kind of get warmed up. Do you have one you'd like to share? It's okay if you don't. We can dive right um- into
1: it no not really oh, i just so i do want to say that the the intro music it sounds like a pharrell beat because you know how mm-hmm. he starts every song with like four beats it's like mm, uh, uh, <laughs> uh. we kind of have that so i like to think that he made it especially for us
0: is that the, is that a thing with pharrell he starts yeah
1: oh it's really cool this can be my opening monologue go back okay, listen to any song that he produced even if you don't know that he produced it if there's a song that starts with four beats in the beginning it's a pharrell beat
0: that's i i am so music illiterate that uh i wouldn't be able to catch that even though you just told me that well
1: um, i'll send you some songs so, Yeah, will be like listen to
0: this one yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i have no idea music like i love music i listen to a lot of music i've li- I, I like all music but um i'm very music illiterate like if someone's like playing something they're like you hear that melody i'm like i don't i'm not even really sure i know what melody <laughs> means to be honest with you but I'll nod along and say yes. <laughs> that feels
1: right. Well, you're um, a big yacht rock guy now. So I know, I know,
0: that's right. uh Charlotte, there's a ton to talk about. For the first time in a very long time, sports are just like it, it there, there's a ton on the plate. They're like we we're, we're usually in the last however long it's been, we've been there's been slim pickings, we've been trying to make something out of nothing. Oh my god, there's a ton going on. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. This morning we wake up to news that Big Ten football is back officially which uh, it's been back and then not back a thousand times, but it's officially back for now. <laughs> <laughs> right. For now, because they also put in a bunch of guidelines that are like, well, we could pull the rug out from under everyone again. Uh, today, the announcement, we're recording this before the announcement has been made, but uh, it is expected that college basketball is going to announce their plan to come back. But we don't, you don't want to talk about that. We'll save that for my... My other show. Yeah, yeah well, I feel like you
1: got to save all the college basketball content yeah. you can for Tate. Otherwise, the, otherwise the people are really going to be mad at me.
0: Um, there's also last night we watched the Clippers complete the most. Uh, what people are saying, but you know, people are prisoners of the moment, so uh, we'll have to like let emotions die down to see if this is true. But people are calling it Charlotte the biggest choke job in NBA history that the yeah. Los Angeles Clippers lost to the Denver Nuggets last night. Yeah.
1: Well, I think it might be. I also think that I um, can fall victim to the moment, and mm-hmm. so I woke up in a panic and texted you and our producer Kristen, and I was like, "Well, do we have to talk about the Clippers? Like, we have yeah. a great show plan, but do we have to talk?" About-? And you guys were both like, "No, you need to relax. Is what yeah. needs to happen."
0: I, I mean, like we could maybe flesh that out and have some fun with it, but I feel like every so often something happens, and it, 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 where you, you listen, we're for the people sports podcast we have to leave something for the people. And I feel like the Clipper story is something you just leave to the people. You just like, let the, the, the memes run wild. You let the people on the internet, take it, let them squeeze out all the jokes that are to be made about uh way off P. I saw that the the playoff P is now way off P. I, oh, I'm that's really good. that one. Um, you let the people squeeze that one out. Right? Like that's, that's how I feel about that one It's like, what, what are you and I going to add to the conversation that people are, I mean, that's all. That's all the internet has been in the last twelve hours is just people making jokes about the Clippers.
1: Yes, I agree. I think that the internet has Doc Rivers is what thirty thousand blown three. You know when his his teams are have a three at one lead or whatever. Um, the one thing I do want to say that I thought was just absolutely magnificent was that in his postgame presser Jamal Murray called out Shaq, Stephen A. Smith, and Zach Lowe for not believing in him. And I was I was I just think it's incredible because as of now I've had two life goals. One is to officiate a wedding and one is to give a graduation speech. And now I have a third, which is to have a professional athlete call me out after they win for saying I was a hater. That's all I want professionally.
0: Yeah, that's that feels like uh, you say that now, but that's got to be a weird spot to be in to be. Yeah, like. To to have the barrel of the gun turned on you and you're like whoa what? <laughs> no, I know,
1: but imagine how powerful would be, you would that feel. That would feel
0: powerful. Yeah, yeah. It would have right, you'd be, be like, like I got in this guy's head. It would have to be lighthearted. Like if you're if you're uh, you know if you're if you've been attacking the guy, attacking his family, saying he's like a, a no good, a low life, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and then he wins a title and he like throws a middle finger away. That's not quite as fun. If you're like making lighthearted <laughs> jokes. And then I, I don't know. If it's banter, I think it's fun. And and we, we live in the banter world. So I, I think you're right. Yeah, you're on.
1: Oh yeah, no, I think I think we're firmly in banter city. I don't I don't yeah. see myself getting really vicious anytime soon unless I really need the clicks, in which case, you know, all bets are <laughs> off. But no, for now I'm gonna try to stay lighthearted. But I do hope um, that if I stay lighthearted, um, you know, someone yeah. can call me out for it.
0: Uh, all, all of these stories are obviously massive stories and we could, we could talk about them, but you and I, when we were, when we were planning what we wanted to make the show about this week, we locked in. We, we, it was almost in unison of like one, two, three, say it at the same time. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll see what we both think. And we said it at the same time, it was the exact same thing. And, it is NFL kickers. <laughs> that is what God. we want to talk about. The choke job of the Clippers is interesting. It's probably more significant. But the choke job of Randy Bullock and what looked like the choke job of Steven Goskowski, that was the story of NFL week one. And people were like talking about it in the moment, certainly during the Titans. I think the, the Randy Bullock thing had a little bit of life, but not everybody was watching the Bengals game. Everybody was locked in, uh, except for maybe you East Coasters went to bed early. But everybody seemed to be locked in on Monday Night Football. And got the, what was unfolding with Steven Goskowski, one of the greatest kickers of all time, statistically, watching him just develop the yips. Uh, it just became like, like when I look back, when I think of NFL week one of 2020, I am now going to think of kickers and specifically those two kickers. And I felt like that should be what we make our show about this week. And that's what we're going to do, right?
1: But yeah, no, I feel like this is exactly up our alley. I do love that every time we're trying to decide what to talk about, we're like, well, it's obviously that ridiculous, funny thing that maybe not everyone is talking about, but they should be. And it's just Mm -hmm. obvious what it is, which is kickers missing. And this has become a recent trend in the NFL. Like 2019 – I think was the worst year for kickers since 2003. Like things have gotten mm. very bad and there have been many sort of historic missed kicks, which I don't know if we want to get into that now. Oh, but,
0: please, please do. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you got the double doink, you've got Mason Crosby for the Packers in 2018, missing five kicks in one game. Mm. Um, it, it It's a job that no one thinks about until they royally screw up. And I think yeah. there's something really psychologically fascinating about that.
0: Uh, so m- m- the double doink, is the double doink in your mind, again, is this prisoner of the moment? Um, <laughs> but is the double doink the, what you picture when someone says missed field goal? What, well, like, what what comes to your mind, Charlotte, when someone's like, tell me about a miss, a time a guy missed a field goal what's the, or, or any kick of any sort? Is the double doink the one for you?
1: Well, I think there's – the double doink, when I when I think... It has like,
0: a name. I mean, the fact it that it has a, a name is like, it's pretty significant. A the lot of them doink. have
1: names though, Mark. Like the, <laughs> the, the kick six, I mean, wide, the right? Kick six.
0: The kick so six, kick six, is six I think
1: is, is the ultimate one. in the 2013 Iron Bowl, you know, Bama's winning. There's, I think, one second on the clock or like 0.5 seconds on yeah. the clock. There are no, there are very few seconds on the clock. Uh, and Nick Saban's like, we got this. It, said it was and- weird.
0: It was weird. You look up at the clock, it literally just said very few. There were no numbers. <laughs> yeah. It just said. Which no one talks about few. that.
1: And I'm like, why don't we? That's a weird thing for the clock to say. Uh, and then, you know, they punt and the punt is returned for um, a touchdown. Beautiful. You also had the wide right where Scott mm-hmm. Norwood for the Bills missed, um, missed a field goal and then the Giants won.
0: Yeah, so. in the in the the that was one of the super Bowls I forget which one it was the bills lost four 25 of the yeah, Super Bowl 25 the, those the, yeah god I forget I forget which one of the four that was that the bills lost uh you, you said wide right I thought that, that reminded me of uh isn't there something with Miami and Florida State and um man I I should have prepped better for this that that it's Florida State that always misses field goals against Miami right and they is it yeah and I think they miss wide <sighs> shoot is it wide <laughs> well, there right the... or wide left there, there's like like three there's like three very famous kicks it's definitely florida state because i can now i close my eyes i picture bobby bowden on the sideline just like what the hell just happened like i told my kicker to make the field goal why did he miss it <laughs>
1: <laughs> right it seems pretty simple you had yeah. one job yeah um there was the miami duke game um where miami had an eight lateral return to yeah. or to, i don't so i get so confused so, talking about like the kicking terminology which is a whole other whole other can of worms but i
0: so what what are what are we i mean we don't have to be on the same page there so what are you locking in on when i say miss kick is it is it the alabama one is it the double doink what, what's which the one that comes to mind?
1: I mean, double doink is more recent. And is it Randy e-
0: Bullock holding his kid? Could that could be the answer? I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, for me, it's. I mean, for me, it's a double doink because you have Cody Parkey yeah. who comes out, and you know the Bears, the poor Bears. They're they finally make the playoffs, and then um, you know the Eagles. The Eagles beat them on this, like, really terrible kick, and then fans are just up in arms, and Cody Parkey goes on the Today Show, and that's what I really remember. I remember that he sat down on the Today Show and talked about how hard his life was, and, like, I get it. I get it. You're in a bad position, but fans didn't love that.
0: Yeah, Nick Saban's not going on the Today Show after the the kick six and saying like I uh, you know licking his wounds saying I don't know if I'll ever be the same and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I I think that is I think you hit the nail on the head that if the Alabama thing like the stakes were higher with the Alabama with the kick six, but um the fact that the double doink happened to the Bears and it's the Bear fan base that is just so dejected and just so like. We just need something to smile about, please. That's all we've ever asked. Like Alabama has the kick six happen. Auburn rubs it in their face. They're going to have that. They're going to hang that over Alabama's head forever. Alabama's program bounced back immediately. Like Alabama is not going to, you know, like Bears are sitting there. They're like, uh, will we ever feel joy again? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, that makes it hurt that
0: much more that the double don't, you know?
1: Bears fans were literally trying out to be the team's kicker. Remember, there was that Goose Island yeah, activation. Yeah, yeah, like, the yeah. beer company was like, hey, do you think you could do it? And, of yeah. course. And kicker uh, is in one position where anyone who ever played, like, youth soccer is like, oh, how hard could it be? You know? Yeah. Like, I could do this. It's really – and and that's not fair because shout – out,
0: Shout out our buddy uh, Katie Nolan, who didn't she do something with, uh, like, everyone that was tweeting, I could yes. do better. And then she had him line up. She's like, all right, prove it. And then <laughs> – spoiler alert nobody did better nobody could kick a football as it turns out no
1: i think it was Uh, running it was something about like i could run that fast and she was like oh can you and invited the fan out i forget who he was saying he could run faster than but it was really brilliant on her oh
0: oh oh okay well same same thing um sorry if i messed that up (laughs) uh well, uh, I, I was going to say the other day, we, we got to talk about Randy Bullock and Goskowski, get back yes. on topic here. But uh, I was going to say my kick, when, when I think of missed field goals, uh, I think last show we went over my tortured um NFL fandom, not because I am a fan of one team that sucks. It's because like I don't really know who I'm a fan of, which kind of makes it tortured in its own weird way. Uh, I can't figure it out. But at the time, in 1998, I was a Vikings fan. And Gary Anderson, that season, the Vikings were unbelievable. They're 15-1. and They're the best team in the NFL. And the NFC Championship, uh, Gary Anderson, who had not missed a single kick all season. The Vikings are up seven. There's like two minutes left. He's I forget how far the field goal was, but it was – I mean, Gary Anderson, again, had not missed a field goal, an extra point, had not missed anything all season. Misses the kick, Charlotte. The Falcons go down, score, send it to overtime. Morton Anderson, not related, (laughs) uh, kicks the game-winning field goal. And the Falcons go to the Super Bowl in 1998 where they lose to the Broncos. But uh, that one was the heartbreaker. Any Vikings – anybody that – that one is like the double doing for Vikings fans. Although the Blair, Blair Walsh has had like two since then that have like kind of – like you could do like a top ten worst kicks in Vikings history. Um, but, yeah, that one's the one of like I don't know if I'll ever feel joy again. This was our year. This was – everything was coming to a head for this moment in time. And the guy who had not missed a kick all season misses a kick. Like it, it, it made no sense. But I will say, well, so- like the, the way the way that's been construed throughout time, ever since nineteen ninety eight, is the way Vikings fans talk about it. You would be led to believe it was a twenty yard field goal at the buzzer. That he blew. And that was not the, like the Vikings were up seven. He missed it. The Vikings still should have won the game. You know what I mean? So like, that's
1: what I was going to say. I was going to say, how much can you blame a kicker? I feel like in a Mason Crosby situation, he left 13 points on the field in that game against the lions in 2018. Uh Goskowski missing, he missed three and then he made the fourth, or he missed four and made the fifth. Which he,
0: was missed, it? he missed uh four.
1: And then made the fifth, right? So when you yeah. have when you have someone repeatedly missing that much, those points add up. If you have one guy in a very high pressure pressure situation, it's like blaming the one person who doesn't make a penalty kick in soccer, where it's like, right. well, maybe if the rest of the team had done right. it, it's just that last moment when they could have been a hero, and then they're not. That fans well, really latch on to.
0: Guskowski ends up being the hero, which is something <laughs> poetic in that that he. I don't know if hero is the right word, but. He technically kicked the game-winning field goal, which is uh, a nice little wrinkle to all this. Uh, he let, saved let's talk,
1: himself from getting fan death threats.
0: Yeah, he, let, let's talk about the two instances where, that 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 are the 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 crux of what we're doing with this show. So you want to start with Goskowski? I mean, we're already kind of there. Yeah. Should we start with that one? Uh, yeah. You're you're a Patriots fan, so you know Goskowski well. He he's very reliable. Uh, as I said, he was one. Of what I, I saw people tweeting about it, like going into the game on Monday night, he was like the fourth best kicker. Accuracy-wise of all time. And yeah, then he's just never from missed Monday more... night. He fell to ninth or something like that.
1: Oh god, it's so heartbreaking. He had never missed more than three kicks in a game in his 15-year career. Wow. He was. I once tweeted when he was on the Pats, I remember tweeting this. Steven Guskowski is your favorite kicker's favorite kicker. Like he was, you know, he That's was the guy. <laughs> Why are you laughing that, at me, Mark?
0: That, that like format of like that is the most pretentious Patriot. That's like Tom Brady is your favorite quarterback. Bill Belichick is your favorite coaches. Maybe. That is the most Patriots way of describing everything. It's just like, you, you know, know, it's so
1: embarrassing. It's like, I didn't even realize how bad that was until you told me how bad that was. It's that's like, like, I'm that brainwashed. Like if
0: we were, if we were trying to be the most pretentious podcast on earth, we would, we would call ourselves your, your favorite sports podcasters, favorite sports podcast. And it's like, <laughs> nobody listens to that? us, but like we, but we the only people that listen to us are your favorite you know
1: <laughs> i mean honestly that could be true though like let's not tell I'm ourselves short yeah, yeah we yeah. don't know that
0: uh anyway sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but it's the same no, time no, definitely no, did it's, because you deserve to be called out i
1: just yeah <laughs> i needed to be dragged for that thank you um anyway he was very good and yeah. and he and the pats cut him in the offseason, mm-hmm. and the Titans picked him up. And you, I mean, Mike Vrabel, big Pat's guy, kind of, you know, whatever. Let's they were teammates. Into
0: that. He was teammates with Gus Cousy for a couple years, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. They he overlapped. Um, what 15 year career? That would. Yeah, that's that's yeah, straight
0: yeah, checks yeah. It was out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So then, so then, our pal Stephen comes out and just absolutely blows it in his <laughs> debut as a Titan. And my favorite thing from this was someone asked him after the game. Uh, there was a, a shot of him taking a shoot off on the sideline mm-hmm. after one of the missed kicks, and they were like, you know, asked him about taking his shoe off, and he goes, I would have taken my pants off to make that last <laughs> kick. <laughs> How funny would that be if you have a pantsless it's kicker? Pantsless
0: kicker, that'd be something, yeah. That's yeah. the
1: funniest position to be pantsless with, I would argue.
0: A, bare, a barefoot, like, a, a guy comes out, he's Daffy Duck, he's got no, or, <laughs> yeah, he's got no pants on, no shoes on. A Winnie the, the, the Pooh kicker. Winning, a Winnie the Pooh kicker for the win. Um, So, the the rundown of Gostkowski. first of all he makes the first i think the extra point the titans score a touchdown he makes the extra point no one's talking about that no one's talking about how he's at one point he's one for one with his kicks wow that's uh, a
1: good point <laughs> he was
0: uh then he misses the first field goal which happens kickers miss field goals uh they're not perfect it's it's very hard as we said kicking is it's kicking's one of those things that like no one does it so uh, you just assume it's very easy. I uh, tangent, but this is this is what the show is for. I'll never forget when I was a, a senior in high school. We took a PE class, and uh, in my PE class, I was I was you know the pretty good athlete for high school, middle of nowhere Indiana high school. So like uh, in the PE class, we have to kick a soccer ball back and forth like twenty times, right? And I couldn't for the life of me do it. Like, I can't kick. I'm just not a good – like, I couldn't kick a soccer ball just – like, the test was he put cones out, and he's like, just keep it within the cones and kick it to me. And I kept trying to do it, but, like, for for whatever reason, I was screwing up. And my teacher, honest to God, gave me detention because he thought I was screwing around because he he knew I was, like, a good athlete. And he's like, Oh, my God. You're kidding me. That's my tangent to say that, like, kicking is one of those things that everybody assumes – it should be easy, because but like if you actually stop and try it, you're like, wow, this is actually a, a lot harder than I thought it would be. Um, so anyway, Goskowski misses the first field goal and uh doesn't really raise that many alarms. Second one gets blocked, so even then, it's like, you know, the the fact that Guskowski technically had missed two uh, is that's rare, but at the same time, the second one was blocked, so we can't get on him. Misses the third one. And the, the full-blown yip set in. And, and you could just see it on his face like, I don't know what's happening to me. He looks like he looks like he's one of the guys in Space Jam that had his talent taken away. And he's just staring and he's like, what the hell is going on? I don't, I, what is happening? Uh, and then that fourth one he missed, which was an extra point, That was brutal. That was one of the most uncomfortable kicks I think I've ever seen. It Like his leg moved in the most unnatural. He looked like me in PE class trying to kick that soccer ball. Like he looked like he had been sitting on the toilet for half an hour and (laughs) his legs fell asleep and he's like trying to walk.
1: (laughs) Oh good. I'm not the only one that happens. to. Yeah.
0: And and then they're like, all right, all right, Steven, go kick the football. He's like, huh? I can barely even walk. And then (laughs) he like kind of threw his leg at it and like, hope for the best. That one was brutal. And at that point, I mean, my poor Mike Vrabel, because they were going over in the Monday Night Football broadcast about how last year the Titans, what they say? They they went 10 games, a 10-game stretch where they made one field goal as a team? Yes, which
1: I don't remember. I don't remember that happening. I don't either. I I covered the Titans pretty closely last year because um, I was at the game against the Ravens. I was at the game against the Chiefs. And for some reason, when I read that stat, I was like, where, what, how were we not making a bigger deal out of this? Yeah, or, I mean, I'm sure Titans fans were, but like nationally, that's yeah,
0: that's... that seemed like a, 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 a thing we should have uh, been talking about more. Um, but yeah, so, so because of that context, and then Mike Vrabel, it's week one of this season, he's finally got a good kicker, quote unquote, a guy who's, as they said on the broadcast, going to be in the Hall of Fame, one of the best kickers of all time statistically. And then he's blowing it like this, and Vrabel is just looking like, Are are you kidding me? And then, of course, Guskowski uh he, he he kicks the game winner and they, they're keeping him around he's he's coming back for week two so all's well that ends well i guess but um it's wild to me i, I had two like big takeaway thoughts as i yeah. was watching all this unfold number one it's crazy how a, a kicker seems to be like the one position maybe it's not the one position because we're gonna do we're gonna do our top five
1: I'm so well, excited yeah, for yeah, what we're we'll, we'll about get to that to in do, a second but, yeah, what we're but, about
0: to do I, I don't need to tease it but we're gonna we're gonna do it but uh um it it dawned on me that like Goskowski can go from one of the best ever Hall of Famer, all that to a punchline in the snap of a finger because of one bad night. Granted, it was a horrific night, but like now if you say the name Steven Goskowski, no one's like, yeah, he was a great kicker forever, had the one bad game, whatever. He's just a punchline. Like he, no one even cares about everything that happened before what happened Monday night. And I was thinking like, would this happen in any other context? And I guess we got our answer with Kawhi Leonard, choking against the nuggets. But I, I still feel like it's just I was, I mean, I don't know if 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 Kawhi Leonard has one bad game, I guess I'm I'm defeating my own point. Like the point I was going to make I is know. like it it feels like a quarterback, say a quarterback has a, a really horrific game. No one like discredits the 15 years that came before that one game and say like this guy sucks. Get him out of here. But it happens with kickers all the time. And it's like cut him like people were calling for Goskowski to be cut. Like the last what granted he had hip surgery he's 36 years old like it's you got to like take these things into consideration but like in what other context is Kawhi Leonard are Clippers fans saying cut Kawhi Leonard.
1: Of no, course no, no. not. So, so Mark, I actually I'm glad you bring this up because I put a lot of thought into this. You know, what we're going to run down, it, we're, we're going to go through our our most thankless jobs in sports. And mm-hmm. so I started thinking like what does it mean to have a thankless job in sports and why are some why are some things different? And what it comes down to is it's a position or a role where no one credits you. No one makes a big deal out of it when you do your job correctly mm-hmm. and well but the minute you start screwing up people are calling for you to be cut and mm-hmm. and what I what I came to with this is that if you have a kicker if you have a job where there aren't too many variables, right? Like with a kicker, people say, well, the ball was set up for him. All he had to do was come in and kick it. Like he knew mm-hmm. exactly what to expect. The only thing that changes is the yardage or the wind direction. You know, with with a job, with a quarterback, you don't necessarily know what the other team is going to do. You could get blitzed, you could get, you could get sacked. Like all That's of these true. things depend on someone else. If you're a kicker, you come in there and like there's, uh, unless someone managed to like, leapfrog over and get you like you're you're pretty much gonna be protected and you just have to execute the thing you've practiced thousands of times so when you don't people are like you had literally one job
0: Mm -hmm. that's a good point that's a good point I, i again it's kickers almost fall victim to their own success like they make it look so easy for so long that like when they screw up it's like how could that possibly happen but then uh yeah that's that's a good point, but uh, I I I wrote that down because I just found that interesting. That like the moment that it uh, kick, kickers are the one job, or I guess goalies maybe. Like, could a hockey goalie, if you give up a ton of goals, or you like cut this guy, it doesn't matter that he's a legend or he's been great for it. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like another context where like one bad night, and it there people like if if the Titans had cut Goskowski, there's not a single person that would have been like, I don't know. That seems pretty reactionary and. Like, everyone would have be been like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I saw what happened. And no one would stop and be like, yeah, but what about, every, you know, like, the big picture? And and I'm not saying whether that would be the right or wrong call. I'm just saying, like, that feels like the only job <laughs> in sports where that's the case, where you just, like, give up on the right. I think yeah.
1: a hockey goalie is kind of close, though, because people call for putting in the backup, you know? Yeah, like, yeah they'll do um, that. And, and then if you take Bruins fans, for example, they would never admit that Tuka Rask was instrumental in helping win – and win any game ever, and then the minute he leaves the bubble, it's his fault that he's left, so that's, like, (laughs) a hypocrisy in and of it, and they've been calling for Halak for, like, the entire time, so I think that that's close. I want to talk for a second about Randy Bullock, because this question of does does someone get called, do you have to mess up repeatedly? Like, with Gaskowski Mm -hmm. just missing kick after kick, or is it if you blow the game the way you were talking about with your beloved Vikings? Because on Sunday... The uh-huh. Bengals played the Chargers. You had Joey Burrow's beautiful debut as a rookie. I thought he was pretty good. I'm going with the Bengals over the Browns this weekend. He gave
0: himself with, a D rating.
1: He, well, see, see, because he's a real football guy. Like, he really cares. He wants perfection. Uh-huh. Um, Randy Bullock could have tied the game with a field goal at the end instead he misses the kick and not only does he miss the kick but he tears i think both of his calves
0: both of them <laughs>
1: as he does this truly like someone someone tweeted like i can't tell which leg he injured and it turns out that he hurt them both and when you when you pan to joe's face as he watches this, it's like his first real Bengals moment. And he's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, I didn't I didn't see fans necessarily calling for him to be cut because it was one yeah. miss, which sure was yeah. bad. And he also got hurt. But does the end of a game I, make a difference? As I a- would
0: actually argue the opposite, Charlotte. I think you have to cut him. I think <laughs> I, I make the argument you have to cut Bullock, not because he missed, because he faked an injury. Like, there, there, to, in my mind, there's no coming back from this. You I think made- he flopped? He hundred percent flopped. Uh, they they already like they immediately came out and said there's nothing serious. Like it's nothing. Like
1: they claimed they claimed Austin Seward off off waiver wires from the Browns. So so
0: okay. So I, I think I think immediately after that game, Randy Bullock like I, he could be a good kicker. He could be fine. Like he's gonna have a Randy Bullock should want to be cut. I think you have to. What what I envision off this. that
1: one game?
0: No, it's it's best for both parties because what's gonna happen? I I see the future. We okay. are two years from now. Mm -hmm. Randy Bullock uh he misses another big kick like in a pivotal like Joe Burrow it's two years later Joe Burrow is a little bit better the Bengals aren't quite playoff good but it's like week 14 and they're kind of in the hunt it's a (laughs) must-win game Randy Bullock misses another one and uh the 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 headlines are just like Randy Bullock cannot exercise the demons from his first kick like for all those a couple years ago like this has stayed with him forever um and so the the Bengals have to cut him, and like it's a fresh start for everybody, and and all that. Like that's where that's where we're headed. Like he, he's not going to get over this. He's going to be seen. He's going to be seeing the ghosts of this kick of this fake injury. Like if if I'm the Bengals, you just have to like he's not going to outrun this. Every time he misses a kick, a Bengals fan is going to be like, "Do you pull your calf on that one?" And like over. You, so do you, have, you
1: think though? Let me stop you for a second. If he goes to another team, yeah. this goes away. I he think he does because
0: I I genuinely think that people don't. I think. People don't remember kickers that well. Like I, I feel like, like Blair Walsh messes up for the Vikings and then he signs with the Seahawks and I, it really does just feel like a fresh start. You see a guy in a new uniform and like, there's something, I don't know. It might be a different, it might be a different guy named Blair Walsh. I don't know. I haven't really been paying that much of attention. Is this a new guy? I well, don't really maybe,
1: know. I mean, we saw Guskowski. maybe when you, you know, yeah. the, the I, uniform determines how good you're, you're I only as good as the team you're playing for.
0: I do think there's something to that. I think there's like I think w- what happened is Randy Bullock and the Bengals. They just went on a first date. They're both great people. They both have a lot of similar interests. But if they're both mature, they should look at each other and be like, "I don't see a future here. I just don't see a future here." And we got to stop this now. And we got to move. This isn't. Here. This isn't so wild. No take. It's that Randy Bullock's not a bad guy. He's not a bad kicker. I just like for Randy Bullock's sake. Because you know, every, literally every time he misses a field goal, the next field goal he misses, just search Randy Bullock on Twitter. It's just going to be nonstop like, oh, the, the, would you pull your groin this time, buddy? And It's not going to end. But if he goes, like if he becomes the, if he if he's the Cardinals new kicker, like Cardinals fans aren't going to kill him for that. If he misses his first kick, like they're going to be like, oh, that's right. Is that the guy from the, Bing- I don't remember. I don't, because uh, their memory is hazy. But Bengals fans are never going to let him live this down. So just cut ties now. That's what I say. I don't know.
1: That's a great point. That's a great point, Mark. I uh <laughs> I like that you're just trying to help him save him from himself. Like you you just yeah, have both I, parties' yeah. best interests in mind. You're like, "Look, I know you both love football, but I don't see this relationship going any further." Wouldn't that be crazy if your entire relationship with your significant other were based on football?
0: That's just that's <laughs> yeah. a that's a t- that's funny. Um So, do you believe he faked the injury by the way?
1: No, I don't.
0: Charlotte, that is just—God <laughs> bless you. you what, am I too optimistic? Yeah, you just see the best in everybody. Let's get—don't lose that. Don't lose oh, that. Thanks. That's good. Thanks. That's a good thing. Yeah. You see the best. In- I'm
1: still younger than you are, so you yeah, know.
0: you're still—you're still, you're not as jaded as I am. I, no, I'm not I, buying I, Tommy
1: Bahama shirts yet.
0: I 100. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that that <laughs> Yeah, you
1: right? did. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay. I 100 believe you fit because he—he grabbed the wrong leg. Like he grabbed the right one. Then the he more- hurt both the- his legs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
1: when you put it that way, it's pretty so funny. So my
0: question, to you, because what I think of fake sports... But no, industry, no, 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 no. Before you go
1: on... So does this mean that the Bengals are covering hit for him? They're like, okay, we'll sign another kicker so mean. that this, you
0: can keep this, this thing charade has up. Become, this whole thing has become bigger than it needs to be, and that's why I think you just like it's best for everyone if you just step away and stop. Like, like the lies are on top of the other lies on top. It's it's a missed field goal. It happens. You should have come out and been like, I missed the field goal. Okay, I'm not perfect. I'm sorry. We're the, we're the Bengals. Like spoiler alert. That field goal is ultimately not going to matter. It's going to be the difference between us winning four games and three games at the end of the season. So, like, calm down, everyone. I know you wanted to see Joe Burrow have his big moment. Like, be mad at the refs. Be mad at A.J. Green for the offensive pass interference, and maybe I don't have to kick the field goal in the free. You know, like, say something like that. But when he comes out, you're like, oh, yeah, I pulled my calf. I forget which one, but, like, yeah, I definitely pulled it. Like, uh, it just becomes this whole thing, and it's like now the Bengals are like, yeah, we did extensive MRIs. We're going to rehab it. It's like – what are we even? I
1: love that's what's so great about this. This is sports at their best. This is this is sports for the people. This is why we're talking about it because yeah. something that was a missed goddamn field goal, it's like this field so, goal, <laughs> it happens, has turned into something that we can make an entire show yeah. around. And if that's not sports at their I finest, I don't know what is.
0: So when I think of fake sports injuries, because I'm I'm sticking with this being fake, I think it's clear as day. God bless you for for disagreeing, uh, but. I, I think my mind my goes to New England sports, Charlotte. I mean, yes, pr- I
1: know what you're going to say. You're well, going to you say know that Paul the first Pierce, example, the Paul Pierce, game. when he
0: pooped his pants, and he, he needed a wheelchair to get wheeled off.
1: Honestly, I just, I I love that so much. It's so, imagine like that's such quick thinking. Imagine being like, oh my yeah. God, the most embarrassing thing in the world has happened to me. I need a wheelchair. When-
0: I was playing little league baseball. I I I don't know if I've told this story publicly before. I I was nine years old. Um, I was playing with the twelve year olds because my brother was twelve. So like, I I was supposed to technically be playing in like the league down, but I I hit puberty before everyone else. So like, my parents were like, "Screw it, you can play with the older kids, like you whatever." And they wanted me and my brother to be on the same team for my brother's last year of little league. So I'm playing left field as a nine year old against all the twelve year olds, and we're stuck in this inning that won't end it's the ending from hell it's a literally ending from hell it just won't end like it's just like our, our right fielder's throwing the ball all over the place like we can't get it out to save our lives i gotta pee so bad but i'm nine years old and i don't feel like like i'm playing with guys that are all three years older than me the coaches like i'm always i'm just intimidated by the whole scene and i'm stuck out in left field just thinking like if we can just get these three outs i'll go pee when we go back to the dugout like we'll be we'll be good whatever uh but I don't, have the, I don't have the balls to like raise my hand as our right fielder gets his fourth air of the inning. I don't have the balls to be like, hey, coach, can we take a timeout real quick and I can go to the woods and take a leak? Because uh, I'm nine years old, so I'm scared. Long story short, I pee my pants in left field because I, I have no other option. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do here. I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to stop the game on my account, but also like I've been out here for 45 minutes. I have to pee. I have to pee. So I pee my pants and my solution to cover it is when I get, as soon as I get back to the uh, uh, dugout, I'll never forget this. I grab my Gatorade and I go to drink it. And it was, Whoa, oh, What just happened? I just spilled all over. Oh my god! I spilled Gatorade all over myself. You guys, look how embarrassing this is. My pants are wet. It looks like I peed my pants. That was my cover, and that's what the did Paul anyone Pierce call you was. out? No, nobody did. Nobody called me out. I, that I,
1: is. How did my one question like that's brilliant and I'm sorry that happened and I can't believe that on the third episode we're already telling peeing your pants stories. I do want to know how did you get, you were playing right field?
0: I was playing left field. Okay,
1: you're playing left field. How did you get from left field to the dugout? With no one seeing that you peed your pants.
0: I probably just like kind of, I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe like I that's the part of the story over. that's impressive. Well, we're, we're wearing white pants. So like it kind of hides it a little bit, like a lighter color hides the pee. You know, like if you have a wet spot, it's not as <laughs> obvious in white pants. So I think that helped, but I, it, it was immediate. Like I was, I was, as soon as I got to the dugout, I grabbed it real quick and like, Bleh. like, I don't think I fake drink it. I probably just open it. Just go, <laughs> just pour it on my lap real quick. Oh God, what just happened? I'm a, I'm an idiot. Look at me. Uh, so that's what the Paul Pierce thing reminded me of. Uh, the other one is.
1: Oh my God. Can we get Gatorade to sponsor us? Jesus. <laughs>
0: yeah. The other that's one, a... the other fake injury is uh, Kurt Schilling's bloody sock. I stand by that one. That, that was fake. Oh, Gatorade. you're a ketchup guy. I'm a catch up guy. He definitely faked that. And, and he's so done himself no favors since he stopped playing. Like you see who Kurt, the man that Kurt Schilling is, and you're like, yeah, that's definitely a guy that would fake it.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one for me because when that happened, obviously it was huge in New England sports, the Bloody mm-hmm. Sock game, blah, 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 the hero Kurt Schilling. And then he just takes a Hard. I don't even know what kind of a turn it is, but like he is, he has done himself no favors whatsoever. So I can't even sit here and be like, "Oh, come on, no, that was real." Because like, a at this point, I don't know. B, yeah. it's too painful to talk about what the guy with the bloody sock turned into. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: I don't know. See, Instead of like, that, do you do you want to be the person that's defending Kurt Schilling? <laughs> like,
1: no, I do exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't. Do I think it was a real injury? <laughs> yeah. Is that important? No. So no, I don't.
0: Cause what, what, I mean, what was the injury that he tore some ligaments? Like, why would you have that much blood? I've, I've screwed up my ankle before. I don't
1: know. I don't why, know. Why are
0: you bleeding that much? I don't know. I know. I'm not buying it. It uh, was
1: stitches. It was stitches.
0: Oh, was stitches broke. I but, think
1: yeah, I might've yeah. made that up. I don't know. Yeah, um, prepared. can we, can we do our top, can we do our no, thankless jobs? Not yet.
0: I had one more thing I wanted to say, and you're okay. going to, you're going to be glad I did because, okay. uh, I was researching, I was, I wanted to make a list of faked injuries fake sports injuries those are the two that came to mind i was like is there one i'm missing that i need to mention on the podcast um and i found and there was one i was missing and i i i, I trust that you don't know about this story so i just wanted to share this with you you're gonna, i guarantee you're i don't this.
1: tell me tell me tell me uh the
0: 1989 world cup qualifier between brazil and chile it's for the 1990 world cup and it's chile is playing at brazil uh there there's a name for this incident it is called el marco god my spanish i haven't done mm. it in a while let me try this again El Maracanazo. No, I'm trying to. I'm doing the accent too much. El Maracanazo is the is the name of the. I liked like, it when I you were trying harder. El Maracanazo. I'm go. doing like Italian. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it.
1: Mark doesn't um, understand uh,
0: languages. But this is like a double doink at, that they have a name for this thing. It's it's whatever that means in Spanish. I don't know. But uh, so it's the 1989 World Cup qualifier. It's must win for Chile. Chile has to win. They can't get a draw. They can't lose. They have to win or else they're out of the 1990 World Cup. Um, Chile is down 1-0 in the 70th minute when a Brazilian fan throws a flare firework thing onto the field. Uh, The flare lands right next to the Chilean goalie who falls down, grabs his head, and he's bleeding everywhere. There's blood everywhere. And everyone's like, oh, my God. The the guy's name is Roberto Rojas. Um, He's a Chilean goalkeeper. So the the Chile team refuses to play. They say this is ridiculous. Clean it up. Clean it up. Clean up the game. You got guys throwing fireworks. You're, you're injuring our goalie. Like this is disgusting. We protest. We're not playing. uh They were down one nothing, by the way. So it's say, like if this result holds, they're out of the World Cup. But now, now they're you know okay, now what okay. We do, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh they go to video review. I don't know. If, this doesn't happen live on the scene because this was 1989. So they had to like put their VHS into the player and, <laughs> and play it. Uh, like actually. <laughs> and they find out that the, the flare landed like f- kind of far enough away to where it didn't really add up that the goalkeeper fell and was like bleeding. Like it was, it was a little too far away. Come to find out that Rojas had pulled a razor blade out of his sock like a WWE wrestler, and cut his head and started bleeding like crazy. You are kidding me. That's the story. And so, Chile was obviously, like, they forfeit the match. So, the official result is 2 nothing. Chile doesn't make the 1990 World Cup. They get banned from the 1994 World Cup. Uh, and Roberto Rojas is banned from, I think like soccer for the rest of his life. Like he gets like a lifetime ban from, or I don't know if it's just international soccer. He got a lifetime ban.
1: So did he, did he have the fan? Did he plant the fan? That's to the question. Th- this is
0: why I wanted to bring it up to you. Or did
1: he just have this ready for like the most convenient time to give himself <laughs> a cut? Like that is so bad. That is he, so he's... crazy.
0: He's getting ready for the match, and he's like, "If we're down one nothing, and someone throws a firework next to me, I'm gonna be ready." <laughs> <laughs> and he's putting a racer in his sock. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Speechless. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, so it, glad you. I'm so glad you told me this story. There, there's there's another wrinkle to the story that you're going to love. Uh, so come to find out, the the woman who threw the firecracker first of all is a woman. A little bit of a surprise. No, don't, into uh, it. don't jump to don't jump to conclusions about. Women like
1: women like destroying yeah. sports games too yes
0: yes women can be hooligans too you guys uh so it was a woman who threw the firecracker onto the field she becomes a celebrity in brazil to the point that in november of 1989 this is true charlotte are you sitting down you are mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. in november of 1989 the woman who threw the firecracker on the field was on the cover of the brazilian playboy <laughs> <laughs> what? what a story <laughs>
1: I had no idea that's what you were gonna say. This is I'm like giddy. I'm so excited that this is. Oh my God, that see that is that just goes to show that people were like capitalizing on fame before mm-hmm. Instagram. Like none yeah. of this, none of this sort of shaded in influencers. Like here's a woman who threw a firecracker and ended up on the cover of Playboy, and I respect it. This is
0: this is nothing new. Yeah, you, this is people have been clout chasing for years. God,
1: that's so beautiful. Oh man, what a great
0: story though. So you I don't I knew, get enough I knew of that it. anymore. Um. Should we get to the entree of the show, which is yes. uh, we, we wanted to use the kickers. You, you brought it up earlier, the thankless jobs in sports. Um, so we, we use the the kickers being the discussion point to, to now do our top five rankings of the most thankless jobs in sports. I'll let you reiterate your definition of what that is.
1: Okay, so my, my definition of thankless jobs is – no one talks about it or credits you for doing yeah. your job well, because mm-hmm. they just expect you to do it. However, the moment you mess up, Come you up. are public enemy number one in, against your own fans. Like, or, you know, if you're a neutral party, against almost everybody all the time. So that would be the definition. I think that the thankless jobs mean uh, you get none of the credit and all of the disrespect.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that. I, we're right on the money. That's exactly right? what I have written down. Yeah. Okay. That. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't think anything else needs to be said. Let's get into. I it. think
1: one thing does need to be said. Okay. Right. <laughs> Wrong well, already. Okay. There is always one other thing that one of us can say. Yeah, that's true. And, <laughs> and I think in this in this case, um, it's important to preface that a I have not seen your list and you mm-hmm. have not seen my list, and we both tried to make lists that wouldn't overlap with the other ones without yeah. telling the other one. Um, so I want I want you to go first.
0: Okay, I'll go first. Uh, w- with that thought in mind, uh, I do not have, spoiler alert, I do not have Kicker on my list. Even though Kicker was the jumping off point for this, I did not mm-hmm. put Kicker on my list because I would actually argue that there is a world where a Kicker can be beloved. There is a world, like, Justin Tucker, for example, the Ravens, oh. he, he's well received. People in Baltimore, if you said, hey, he's what the your mayor of Baltimore. Tucker, they're like, we love that guy. He's awesome. He doesn't miss. Goskowski was the same way up until he missed. You your know? favorite
1: kicker's uh, favorite kicker. So
0: there is a path, at least, for kickers. Granted, I think you have to be like legendary status to get to that point. Like no one likes like if you're just like a slightly above average kicker, it's not like the fans are are, are appreciative of that. You have right. to be Adam like,
1: Vinatieri. Like you know, there are a few names yeah. that do. You have come to be to like an
0: icon. But but there is a there is a path for kickers. So I do not have kickers on my list. Uh, okay. Anyway, my number five. I am starting with uh, my, number five on my list is a golf caddy, Um because. Obviously golf caddies if they screw up they you know they want to get fired in the sun. It's it's a little different because golf is not a team sport so you don't necessarily have a fan base that's like screw this guy. But uh the worst case scenario for caddy as we saw like a month ago with the US amateur where the caddy crawled into the bunker and was making <laughs> sandcastles or god knows what he was doing in there and the guy got DQ'd. Um Missed that. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So caddies have the power to like like when that happens everyone looks at the caddy like what the like what is this guy get this guy out of here what is he doing and they lose their minds but you have never Charlotte in all of your years of living on this earth you have never once heard a golfer in a post tournament press conference that he won where he's like you know all the credit's got to go to my caddy i think steve was calling you know he he was telling me to use these clubs and and yeah i wanted to use my 7 iron on that shot that i wrapped around the tree he said, why don't we use the the four iron and punch it under? And and I gotta say, that was a great call that he said that. That that proved to be no one, no golfer in the history of golf has ever credited their caddy. No one has ever like you know, I, I thought my caddy called a good, you know, had good course management out there. He gave me a lot of good tips. No one ever credits their caddy. Caddies are non-existent until like, a, a guy shanks a bad shot, and he looks at his caddy, he's like, why would you tell me that? Why? Why, why would you do that to me?
1: Well, Mark, uh, it is funny that we both tried to outdo the other one, and number five for both of us is golf caddies. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, am, I am dead serious.
0: Oh, God.
1: Uh, I don't really – I mean, can we just move on to your? I guess we could just move on. Like, (laughs) if
0: I would have known that, I wouldn't have monopolized making no, no, no. I loved it. I loved
1: it. The only I do have one, I do have not to, um, you know, counterpoint our own point. I do think that caddies can get a lot of attention from media, like Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, longtime caddy. What's his name? Why can't I remember? Uh, Steve, is it Steve Williams? Maybe it's
0: Steve something.
1: It's Steve's whatever Tiger Woods's caddy Steve um, is always quoted in every story about him every long yeah form. Steve Williams yeah okay there you go see big golf guy he's an
0: here. Aussie right or is he New Zealand he's I I I yeah I know that about him yeah like there are caddies that you know and 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 like and I Bones like Bones
1: movie. and Phil Mickelson. Um, and so, and when they break up, it's like a, it's a big thing, but that doesn't mean that people are necessarily saying that the caddy is why the guy was good. Yeah. It's just uh- like, oh, these two friends are breaking up.
0: Tell me this, tell me the best. The best caddy performance of all time that you remember. Like that it, you know, like anybody that's into golf would know. Danny never be like,
1: in caddy shack when he caddies yeah. for Chevy Chase.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: that's like, the only one I could tell you. If you, you
0: ask if you ask like a golf pro, you're like, What are your what are your top five like caddy performances of all time? They'd be like, huh? Like even even like you ask you asked Nick Faldo, like who covers golf and has played golf as all like all that. You're like, what are your top five? He's like what, do you, what the hell are you talking he about?
1: He would probably – those guys would probably know. I, the, golfers, yeah. the, the golfers themselves wouldn't know.
0: Well, maybe that's why it's number five on our list because there's, like, a little bit, you know, if, if – Fair. You know, if it was I'm more so pronounced excited higher up.
1: to see what your number All right. four is.
0: My number four is uh, third base coach in in baseball because okay. if you think about it, Charlotte, the third base coach, his, his he does a little bit more than this. Like, he, he'll give the sign to the – like, for bunning and that kind of stuff and – They'll give signs to like steal and all that. But like the, the, the one thing that people know the third base coach for is he's the guy that is giving the stop sign or the the, the wave, the wave mm-hmm. home. When the ball gets hit to the outfield, like you sending them or you, you holding them. Um, if a third base coach sends a guy in a pivotal moment of a game and the guy scores... Nobody is ever, like, hell of a send. They're, they're like, that's a great slide. If it's close play to play, it's, like, what a great play by the player to get on his horse and make it home and slide under the tag and whatever else. Nobody is ever, like, thank God that the guy sent him. But the moment that the guy sends him and the catcher catches the ball and the runner's, like, halfway home and the catcher's just, like, looking at his watch waiting for the guy to get there and tag him, everybody, all attention turns to the third base coach and they're, like, what a moron. What is that guy doing? <laughs> i'm laughing
1: because, yeah. <laughs> because my number four
0: <laughs> are you shitting me
1: you? <laughs> no, my number four is first base coach oh, slash first, first baseman okay. okay so it's very very, very similar. similar um I let, let's go in this case let's i mean first base coach is the same reason as the third i think third base coach is actually much better because um, it can result in being that much farther away from getting a run. First base, if you're called out at second base, it's, like, embarrassing, but it's not the same as being called out at the plate. Yeah. So let's do first baseman, um, because there's that great line in Moneyball that, um, shout out, producer Kristen sent it to me last night, and I was just dying laughing. Also, Brad Pitt just dreamboat um when he said they're going to talk to a kid and he's like you play first base it's not that hard and then he looks at the guy he's with. i can't remember whose character that is and the guy's like it's extremely difficult because if you throw like if if you throw to the guy at first base he's got to catch it Right, his one job is to get the guy out. His like the outfielder is the one who makes the insane catch. The shortstop like bends his body in ways you shouldn't bend to be able to to get the grounder, throws it to first base, and then like if the guy drops it, if the first baseman drops it, everyone he had one job. All you had to do was catch
0: the ball. I hear you. I like it, Charlotte. Uh, The one counterpoint I would have is that every so often a first baseman if he stretches, if it's a close play at first and the first baseman does, I think you have to do the splits. I think you have to have your genitals on the ground <laughs> as you're wow. catching the ball. Didn't have that, that happens, on my uh, People's Sports Podcast big card. I think if that happens, the announcers will be like, hell of a play by the first base, hell of a stretch. But but your overall, poll, that's a good pick because for the most part, you're just like catching the ball and no one really, but if you drop it at first, if if you got the Bill Buckner situation, uh, there's, there's a lot of worlds where like first baseman as fielders can really ruin everything
1: yeah i mean you're right maybe that's that should have been five instead of caddy for me it's all right
0: it's all right we're,
1: but we're, i but i do think you know no, like you.
0: It. no it's fine
1: okay fine yes, i'm right it.
0: you, you and, made your case like just because i have a counterpoint you could say oh, you know what here's all sports bondage works. all you have to do is just say hey take your counterpoint shove it up your ass i disagree <laughs> and then like and then uh, you don't really have to explain yourself. And then we'll have right? a show. And just, then we'll yeah. have a,
1: a network show. Um, you know, honestly,
0: I—that's <laughs> something Sports that
1: three. I need to get better at in general. Is—is—is is, yeah. is standing by my by mm-hmm. my points. So this is good practice. Yeah,
0: there you go. Stand by it. Uh, all right. So do you want to do number three? For I feel like I'm stepping on your toes with all my picks. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. You're not. You're not. Um, I love this. Sure. Guess, I'll I'll go. You go um, ahead.
0: You go first because I don't want I don't want to hear the words oh my god i had the exact same (laughs) okay well it's
1: you're gonna be the one saying it this time um my number three is minor league umpires
0: oh okay because
1: first of all the ref being a ref is already a thankless Mm -hmm. job like i'm not entirely sure why anyone would want to do it um which is something Mm -hmm. that i think there's probably like a story to be done there like getting into the like why do refs become refs? Maybe that's something I'll write someday. Um, but minor league umpires, especially. Like, the, the bus rides to games, you know, you have to drive so... Maybe not bus rides. Maybe umps drive separately. I don't really know what I'm talking about. Um, but, like, you know, you're going all over, all over the would it be hilarious if umps were, like, uh, on the bus on with the, the team? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God i eventually lost it okay anyway uh, you have to drive a long way no, the point
0: stands i mean you're still like <laughs> you're still like getting in your honda civic and driving from like small town to small town with like yes. burger wrappers in your back seat like that's exactly
1: i'm picturing i'm picturing like um what was uh kevin costner was he crash davis or did i just make that what was his name in uh boulder room
0: it was uh, crash davis yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah. I'm picturing him, I'm even though on he was myself, a man. I, I have not seen oh! <laughs> Mm.
1: it's a good movie i hadn't until a few years ago to be honest so i don't know why i just acted so shocked but anyway no one likes umpires because they if they if they say a strike is a strike you're like obviously that's what it was you did your job it's like a kicker you had one job and you did it if they get it wrong and they call a ball a strike an entire fan base is against you and there's something much much sadder to me about a minor league fan base being mad at uh you know an ump, or, or at least the people who went to the game that day yeah. being mad. Um so that's my that's my number three. Are we on
0: number three? We are on number three. I think uh umpire so if if I snap my fingers and I in an instant and 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 I find myself in a position on in a sports situation uh, mm-hmm. where I am I have now uh I've occupied the body of a, a, a role we'll say in sports. Um I <laughs> Sorry, that I, am, am I explaining this well enough, the scenario? You're um, in a body. I just close my eyes and then I wake up and now I'm like, whoa, what? Where, where am I? Um, The two biggest nightmares I would have are, number one is punt returner. Like if I snap my fingers right now and all of a sudden I'm feeling the punt and I got like a, all these guys running. Terrifying. Like, uh, what? <laughs> the other one I think would be baseball umpire behind the plate to like a pitch happens like and you just kind of look like isn't that a a, a naked gun isn't that a, a yes thing? like the ball comes in and everyone's waiting and he's like i have that's how <laughs> i would feel like i have i have no idea how umpires call a single pitch a ball or a strike much less do it for like three and a half hours right every single day it's crazy it's crazy it's insane i, I would and literally they they would throw the pitch and i'd be like guys i'll be honest i didn't really see it like it was kind of fast it came in fast didn't it like
1: oh i'm so sorry i actually zoned out on that one <laughs> yeah, what do um, you guys
0: think What'd you, test yeah. the what would you help us test how'd you guys see that one
1: <laughs> yeah so that's uh that's my third what's yours
0: uh okay number three for me is pit crew of a race um <laughs> It it, it doesn't matter what race, uh, automobile race, obviously, but it doesn't matter. I'm not talking NASCAR, IndyCar, formula, just any pit crew. Uh, pit crews cannot win races, but they can definitely, definitely lose races. I think the difference between like a great pit crew, like the best pit crew we've ever seen in the history of pit crews, and like a pretty good pit crew, we're talking like a fraction of a second and how fast they churn out a pit stop. But the difference between a good pit crew and just a bad pit crew is like 10 <laughs> seconds 15 like you lose the race you, you completely right. ruin the race no one has ever i mean people they'll say good pit stop they'll say like like guys like pit crews can get praised every so often i guess but it's not like like the, the only pit crew i know of that like got actual praise was jeff gordon's pit crew because they called themselves the rainbow warriors and like they actually had like a moniker but they branded themselves I grew up in a household. My dad loved Jeff Gordon. He watched every NASCAR race and like obsessed over Jeff Gordon. I can't tell you any of those guys' names on the pit crew. I can't tell you like what made that pit crew strong. Was it like the the back left jack was like that? I like, <laughs> was good. like, who? What was the, the fuel was guy you know? was really on it? Yeah, nobody knows. But the second like the fuel guy can't get the fuel out, and like you know, or have God you forbid, been to? They, they, let, they have- let a tire loose and it, like hits another car or something. Oh or it was, like, nightmare. Get this guy out of you know.
1: Have you so. been to a, a race in the pits like have you stood Oh yeah there yeah oh yeah,
0: yeah 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 f- It is yeah. the
1: most insane thing I've ever seen. And yeah. after like there was one race I was at where I watched the I sort of stood with the pit crew and they would watch film back in during the race to see where they could improve and yeah. I was like wow I wish I cared about anything as much as these guys care about I don't mean cars. to
0: say that there's no value in pit, because there definitely is, and I and those fractions of seconds uh, do matter. I mean, if you get your guy out of the pits, he's first and not second, like that matters. But yeah. it's all—it's not going to lose the race for it. Like, like I said, I don't think a pit crew can win the race. No one's ever won a race because like their pit crew was one half second better than the other guy's pit crew. Right. They, you know. But there have definitely been races where they lost the race because the pit guy, yeah, he couldn't get the jack out and was like, ah. ah.
1: Oh my god, that gives me such secondhand anxiety. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, okay, number We're two. We're number two now. Yeah. Um, my second, my my second to least thing, sec- <laughs> second to most <laughs> thankless job mm-hmm. is Mark Davis's barber. <laughs> because if you do your job well and you give Mark Davis the haircut he wants, no one, <laughs> no one on God's green earth is going to be like that guy nailed it. And if you do your job wrong, and you give Mark Davis a haircut he doesn't want, not only have you probably lost a customer, but A, no one will notice, and B, it'll also still probably be a bad haircut.
0: (laughs) The great philosophical question of our time, is Mark Davis's barber good? We don't know, because he might be doing exactly what Mark Davis wants.
1: He has to be. You don't do that by accident,
0: Mark. (laughs) (laughs) What if Mark Davis actually an argument can be made? He's actually a great barber. He's he's giving his client exactly what the client. If wants.
1: anyone listening to this doesn't know what Mark Davis's haircut looks like, he owner of the Raiders. Just you know, make sure everybody knows who we're talking about. Google it, like Google it right now, and tell me. <laughs> you know, and that like I don't understand how he has had that for decades now.
0: That is that is a great. I'm glad. You're gonna hate that I say this, but at number two, I had the exact same. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my imagine? god, I was like, <laughs> "Can you imagine?" If I, that's a great one. That is that is a. I, I thought I was going to have my top two are pretty out there, and I thought I was going to have the most out there.
1: My I, top one is also pretty out there. You, I feel like we both. I yeah, feel like you, we got progressively weirder as we. I did think this. you.
0: I think you take the crown so far with the Mark Davis one. Um uh, my, my number two is a WWE ref. Um. Okay. You brought up you brought up refs already. I think the one thing that sets out WWE refs, I think there is a world where refs in other sports, umpires, uh, basketball officials, whatever, where they can call a good game or they can manage. It's it's rare, but there are times where like they can be praised for like how they handled a the situation or yes. a review happens and we see the replay and the, the ref or the ump or whatever got the call right and you're like wow that what a great eye that he saw that that ball. F- touched off that guy's finger or whatever there you literally do not even know that there is a wwe ref out there if, if he does his job like if he's doing the the job correctly you, you you literally don't even see him it's like the the one video where the the moonwalking bear you know where the guys are passing the basketball and are you aware yes of this? The, yes the
1: gorilla. the gorilla it's a psychology it it's a thing they show you in psych 101 yes, in school yes
0: where, where you, you didn't even see the gorilla moonwalk or whatever, that's how a WWE ref is. You're watching the wrestling, you don't even know if there's a. If I pause it, I'm like, there's how many refs are out there? You're like, I, I don't know. Do they have three, one, zero? I have no idea. But the moment that the ref turns his head when, uh, you know, the guy grabs the chair and hits the other guy, and the ref's not looking, or the ref, if he's like super corrupt and he's like the friend of one of the wrestlers and he's like obviously helping that guy. Oh my God, all hell breaks loose. It's like, get th- this guy. What, I mean, what is the ref doing? What is he, how does he not see it? He pulled out a chair. The chairs aren't allowed in this match. What is he doing?
1: <laughs> that is so true. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. And it's like, it's it's on purpose. Like, it's designed to it's be designed, that. It's designed.
0: Yeah. It's very in your face as to how much you should hate this ref. But, I love uh, it. No one has ever said I thought he caught a he called a good match, like he, he ripped a good match. And I thought the way he 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 did that three count that was really good. That was a good rep <laughs> no that's, one's ever
1: said <laughs> that's so true. No one's ever like really nailed that final slap of the match. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> <All> okay.
0: <right. laughs> Number one, it's Are you all legal like Yeah, hit me with it.
1: Let's say it at the same time. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um mine is a ball boy in New England. <laughs> Uh, wait what (laughs) okay if you are the equipment manager in charge of the footballs for the new england patriots
0: that's a good one
1: you are a this no one knew how true this was until it happened until deflate gate happened and everyone was suddenly going through the text messages on tom's phone to the ball Mm -hmm. boys trying to get Mm -hmm. their phones saying did they deflate them what's the you know like everyone in new england became an expert of the ideal gas law Mm -hmm. and if if it hadn't been for those guys in that bathroom who knows and i still don't really know you know, we're not going to relitigate Deflategate. However, I will say my last, the reason that this is number one for me is because now from now on, anytime there is any question, if you don't do your job perfectly as a person mm. who inflates mm. the balls in New England, you <laughs> are, you are so totally screwed. It's not that even is, funny.
0: That is a great one. That's got it. That is, that is number one with the bullet. That is, that is amazing. Uh, by the way, can we, can we clip out The the phrase of Charlotte saying like if it wasn't for those guys in the bathroom who knows (laughs) just can we get an ISO of that like if it wasn't for those guys in the bathroom who knows uh, I just want that clip I need that clip for myself just to (laughs) just to send around to people uh that's a great one that is that has to be number one that is I'm ashamed that that's not number one on my list I'm ashamed I didn't even have it on my list no 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 don't beat yourself up Mark. You're- I was proud of my number one until you told me your number one. But what I'm going to go it? for it. I'm going to stick with my. I just gave you the advice. Stick with your yeah. thoughts. Stick it. You know. So I'm going to stick with it. My number one is the dad who pitches at little league games before <laughs> the kids can pitch, <laughs> before the kids are old enough to pitch themselves. Because uh, I'm
1: crying, I'm literally tearing up. That's so
0: this much. dad. This dad could throw literally. Nine? How many innings they play? Six, four, three, whatever it is. We'll we'll say nine innings just for continuity's sake with MLB. If a dad goes out there and he throws nine innings of perfect pitches, all of them are right down the middle. He's putting it on a tee for these kids. He's putting it right in the sweet spot, right where the barrel of the bat can smoke the ball. Every single pitch, one after another. No one, literally, not a soul on earth notices, cares. The, 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 nobody. I don't even think the dad, the dad would care. I, I'm putting myself in that still laughing. Uh, no one cares if the dad is throwing it all over the place. Every parent at the game is like, Buddy, what are we doing? Like, come on, get, the, get this. Game
1: also, over with. also, if he's trying really hard and just like smoking them in there, the parents are like, yeah. what is
0: your deal?" What the parents what, are like, yeah. these are children. <laughs> these are children. The 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 dad pitching for good. There, it's a can't win situation. It doesn't matter how good you are. Like every if and and honestly, you could pitch too well. Like if, if you're pitching well, like the parents might get mad at you too because like the kids start hitting it out you're not recording outs the games are taking a long time like the moms are in the cl- crowd like i got pilates class i got to get to in a half an hour can we speed this up my god this Everyone's is ridiculous. like the
1: pads game starts in 10 minutes and if yeah. we're not out of here i will make sure you're not invited to our party that it mark no that is that is so good i am you when, yeah. when you told me before we recorded this that this is your favorite list you'd made yet i'm i'm blown away we did
0: we did a good job i think this is a good list not yeah, to pat I, ourselves really, on the back yeah. but i had a i had a great time yeah, your your top two blew me away those, <laughs> those are those are really really good are there any honorable mentions that that you have i have a whole long list of honorable oh, really? mentions oh, yeah. yeah i have um
1: also groundskeeper mm-hmm. um commissioner o linesman <laughs> um uh yeah actually so no just a, the so that's this, not just, a long, just i
0: see i see you reading through them and I'm just being like yeah inappropriate can't say that one uh yeah,
1: probably right, I'm like, i said that least. one's probably a
0: little offensive i won't say that one can you even say that in 2020 i guess no we won't do that one uh, yeah so offensive lineman that's all i had <laughs> just, that's
1: all i got
0: um uh, i also
1: can i just roast myself for a second and please. say that um i did this entire show wearing glasses um, and I had said in, before we started recording, um, I was like, I'm going to take these off when we start recording, and then I forgot. Mm-hmm. And for continuity's sake, I kept wearing them, but I want everyone to know that these are, um, if you watch any of these clips, which you should, you should follow Market Club Trillion and me at The Wilder Things and watch all mm-hmm. of the great videos we put out. You will notice that um, these, these glasses look fancy, but they actually are, they're nothing.
0: I wonder if they're not like they're blue, not, light. Wait, what? They're blue, they're blue light. light they're blue light so glasses. You do you do you wear contacts? Do, nope. you, wear, do you have
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do is not. This I have is this perfect the only vision pair of glasses
0: you don't know, own. Yep. Yep. That's, this is it. See? Light. Like
1: I can see everything just as well if I have them on or if I have them off. But
0: that's so good. I wonder Well, I I, been,
1: if I see... be, we've stared at screens so much and i have been no, getting I'm headaches.
0: Not, I'm not killing you for that part of it. It's more the it is just kind of funny because I wouldn't have noticed. It is I, very I, funny. I, you, you look natural. You look you look Thanks. good with glasses. Right? Thank you. Should, uh, you should, well, that's you why know. I've been
1: wearing them. I, this wonder, whole time. I wonder
0: if you sound different. You said all the people noticing that watch the videos. I wonder if the people that just listen to the show. Okay, ready. Like, what, here's
1: what, me. What? Here's me talking with the glasses and on.
0: And here's me talking with the glasses <laughs> off. Sounds the same to me. There's no difference. Okay, they're back on. Yes. Yeah. Um. My honorable mention—the only one that I—I I, I had on my list briefly and then I bumped it off—was uh, holder because, like, kicker is the reason we brought this whole thing. Up. I had long snappers. Yes. well yeah, I same, like holder same was a kind of deal. That, like, holder can get a little bit of credit though. Like, if it's a bad snap and he corrects it and gets the ball down, he'll 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 get he'll get a little love. But but that's. Laces much out, it. Like, Dan. Yeah, exactly. Worst case scenario, you get a laces out, Dan situation. Um, a Tony Romo situation. Mm. But – Best case scenario, like the announcer will say, like, good job getting the hold down. And then you move on. And, like, no one, no one's ever breaking down the game from last night. And you're like, man, I got to say, the way Johnson got that ball down, that was the difference in the game, the way he got the ball down for the kick. That was – Did no you one see ever, how out those laces were? Yeah, the laces are so – I've never seen laces. So the, the most out. I've never seen like, – you know, like a Trumpian press conference, like, those are the most out laces we have ever seen in all of football. Someone said –
1: yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good. One. I feel like uh, yeah, that's
0: about it. I think that's all I had. I'm Offensive glad chose line, man, we, we chose the ones we chose. Oh, I guess we should say uh, close relief pitcher, closing pitcher. Your pitchers, like if you're a relief pitcher, you get you, you give up a big home run, everyone kills you. But if you get out there and get three outs, but I didn't. I don't think. That, I don't you know,
1: think so. I think like I think you, you think of won. a Craig Kimbrel during the yeah. d- you know where everyone started doing his weird like yeah. praying mantis arm thing. Which just, someone clip this. I'm going to hold it long enough so we can so, screenshot what I'm doing right
0: now. Can we, um, can we get you to say the bathroom line if you're like that? We're like, who knows what those guys line? did in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. The, like There, there are worlds where relief pitchers do get idol like mariano rivera is a yankees like he still gets talked about so that that one's not on my list but it it comes to mind like when i was brainstorming that one came to mind so i wanted to mention that as well
1: that's our that's our list mark do that anything you want to add to the people i
0: had i had one other thing uh i don't know what i I like ending the show on something weird and stupid Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know if it's my rabbit hole the week if it's like i show my work where it's like (laughs) i was researching stuff and now you get to see how i got there Show your
1: work i love
0: that show your work maybe that's what we call this little tack on at the end to show your word. Perfect. Uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to point this out because in, in looking up uh, uh, f- fake injuries and all that sort of stuff, I came across a story of a guy who is was an MMA fighter, not like UFC, like whatever the low level tiers. Which, by the way, how how scary is it that there are like multiple levels of there's like
1: it's horrifying, absolutely there's terrifying.
0: Like, there's just like backyard brawls happening, and they're like, yeah, we're sanctioned. Just <laughs> my so absolute he's, nightmare. He's some like low level MMA guy from Michigan. Uh, he he uh, an MMA fighter faked his own death on the way to a fight, Charlotte, what? Um, and. He, he, he pretended like he got killed in a car accident on the way to the fight. They do, like, a fundraiser for him, like a, a benefit for, like, the family and friends to, to mourn the loss of this guy. The fundraiser raises $1,300, which, like, I read that, and I was like, that's it? I mean, I don't want right. to shame people. Like, but like imagine, like, you're, like, like I guy hope strategy. someone would raise a little bit more for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. Uh, So th- th- then he keeps the money, whatever, Uh, and and – then they find out like later that he didn't die. And the way they found out he didn't die is because he was arrested for trying to murder a seventy-four year old man with a hammer. <laughs> what? I don't mean to laugh, but like how do
1: you how do you always I mean, that, come across like the weird crimes? I don't know. I don't like know. what corner of the internet so, are
0: you hanging out just, on? Just so we know, I'm not laughing at the story. I'm laughing at like how do how do I discover this? I don't know. I don't know how I came across this. I don't know. If I just feel like show I live your in work a- segment. A headline generator or something like to read the guy faked his death, an MMA fighter faked his death, and yeah, the whole thing was was funny. So uh, I I wanted to point that out. But that that one is also a fake injury in sports that that happens. So. Injury, the anyway.
1: fake death, even a fake injury, like that's
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. that's a do, whole do other. A, that's for a different show. Do
0: you have a faker death fantasy? Or is that um, like yes, character? it is. Well, ooh,
1: I don't know. This, this is dark, but yeah, I think that um. I would fake my death just to be able to lurk in the back row of my own funeral to see what people say about
0: me. The Tom Sawyer, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. the that's the Tom Sawyer. Just yeah, that's uh.
1: A... I'm gonna throw a party called a funeral party, and everyone just has to what tell me that, what they'll say.
0: Isn't that the point of what, what the living funeral or whatever? Like the old the, so ever so often, like the old people will have like a living funeral oh, where they have everyone. That's come nice. And, but it's not the same because people are pulling punches at the living funeral. They don't want to say you know, like at a. Right. A I go,
1: go, I want my friends to go hard at my actual... Yeah, <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> okay. All right. We got it. All right. We got this it. It's getting
0: dark. Uh good time. I'll let you bring us home, Charlotte. Bring us All
1: home. right. I'm gonna bring us home because I want you all to email us at the People's Sports. That's two S's in a row. The People's Sports Podcast at gmail.com because I love emails. Um, and tell us, tell us your thoughts. Tell us what thankless jobs we missed and, uh, what rabbit holes you want us to go down.
0: That's it. See you guys.